The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. And it is time for a fabulous football Friday edition of Mix Shots. It's, it it's here. It is. It is, here. it is here. It's high noon on a Friday, and let's get your weather report for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it feels like we live in Phoenix, but it doesn't the, matter because they're not really yeah. practicing. Uh-huh. This today. feels. Exactly. This is what it feels like in Phoenix every <laughs> summer. Uh, we're in Dallas complaining about the heat uh, right now. 100 degrees here in Frisco with a high of 107 today. It's going to be cooler than yesterday. It was 108 yesterday, I think. It was 110 when I left here. Was it really? My car said it anyway. Well, your car really says it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And so, uh, and this is a regeneration Friday here for the team. Team not out on the practice field. They will work out tomorrow before getting on that big jet plane. That's what it's called, regeneration Friday? Regen day. Uh-huh. You came up with that? No, no, that's no, what that's he calls what I did not know. Mike calls it. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a McCarthyism. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Since it is a Friday, we need to go back in time and get you really fired oh, up for Dallas Cowboys football. Way to keep it under wraps. You should have reminded me I would have brought my Cowboy Joe hat in. <laughs> It'll be a Friday tradition for you. All right, Cowboys. I'll have to remember that. All right, and you know this is a big one coming up because uh, as I was uh, walking over to my desk, I saw a trail of the NBC crew Mm. walking through the building. So, so they have made their way from from Kansas Kansas City City last night, (laughs) right, to Dallas before they head to New York. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Why, Why did they stop here? To talk to the coach, to the players. They, they decided, since they basically were in this part of the country Might probably, well. that, yeah. okay, we'll go down from Kansas City on Friday morning, cool. get our interviews done and in Dallas, and then we'll head to New York and talk to the Giants tomorrow. You, and can, you can do a lot when you have they your own. They want to come here for the free food. Your own uh, plane. That's what they right. Come here yeah. for the free food yeah. and hosp- hospitality. Yep, mm-hmm. that's right. And uh, speaking of last night, the Detroit Lions with a win over the Kansas City Chiefs, and I immediately put my research cap on, Uh and I think I have figured out that this is the first time in the history of football that the Detroit Lions have a better record than any other team in the National Football League. The history of football. In the history the of football. The history of football. Going back the to... The Lions used to be pretty good, man. Way They were, and they won yeah. championships. Course, but I'm talking yeah. about regular season records at any point during a regular season. I'm pretty sure that... And they won like four championships, uh, the last one being in 1957. Mm-hmm. Don't you think Milt Plum won a season opener once? But, yeah, but the other say, teams man. played that day. Oh, I see what you Yeah, <laughs> and so it was, they were tied for the best record. I got you. But this, I think, is the first time <laughs> By themselves. since they were the Plymouth Spartans in 1930 <laughs> that 
The Detroit Lions have a better record than every team in the National Football League. I spent about... Wait, the what? What was the name? What was the other name? I think they were the Plymouth Spartans. Plymouth Spartans. For for four years before they became the Detroit Lions. Alex Karras never... Maybe they finished their (laughs) noon game faster than anybody else, right? So, yeah, I guess maybe for a couple of minutes. That's right, yeah. (laughs) Maybe a couple of minutes they might have had the best record. But at the end of a day... They had the better, better record than any team in the there National you go. Football League. There, there, there it you is. Go. Your Detroit you Lions. Got it. They can enjoy it for another forty-eight they hours. Never played on a Thursday. Well, night. I even looked. You <laughs> did. I even looked on Sundays <laughs> to make sure. Okay, did they play on did they Sunday? Stumble or? up and win a, a Sunday night game. Yeah. yeah. And if the season ended today, they would be in the playoffs with home field advantage. Actually, yeah, man, That's right. all the way through. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, and I mean, we could spend a lot of time. We're not going to, but we could spend a lot of time just talking about what happened in that game and some of the decisions. Well, let you know how, yeah. how big uh, Kelsey is for that team. Yep. And we've always and Chris known Jones, too. Yeah, no yep. But there are injuries in this league. Mm-hmm. It happens. And uh, sometimes the quarterback can't put the team on his shoulder, can yeah. he? Yeah. Those, Even those, if it's the those, best quarterback, passes for interceptions. Some, like yeah, it, it happens, right? Yeah, you know, there's. But a reason. my God, in stats, he's got one interception <laughs> there. there. There's a reason the Cowboys aren't facing Kadarius Tony in the New York That's Giants right. on Sunday night because <laughs> the, the, the Giants, Giants realized <laughs> realized the oh, their first man. round mistake from the Michael first Parsons I, draft. I, I can't give him that. the second drop, guys. What I about the third? The third, wait, wait, there were three. There was at least three. Well, uh, the one where he got thrown behind him. Yeah, yeah that, that's uh, true. But, yeah. but now, now the interception. Chris was, Chris was yeah. you know, very clear about, you know, that was a perfect pass. Yeah. <laughs> I love how they just, was, he's you know, he's, three times. You know, he, a perfect pass. Everson, he is in the building. <laughs> yeah. Mickey just told us that <laughs> the NBC sorry, crew is well, here. That's it's my so, classmate. That's and, my classmate. And you know, Mick Shots is reverberating throughout the entire star in Frisco. So right now, Chris was wasn't a perfect pass, critique. Chris? Oh, my God. I don't know. Wasn't a perfect pass? He said like three times. Jeez. Be careful. They might be coming we through on, it, a, on a tour here. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. Oh, he come coming here. So Tommy Trash. He right said, right down here. here. Come on, And Everson and Collinsworth. Class of 81, baby. Class of 81. Going at it, baby. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. So uh, what kind of um, reaction would there be on Sunday night if on the second drive of the game, Mike McCarthy, he uh, goes with a fake punt uh, from his own 17-yard wow. line Crazy. on the road. Crazy. As long as it works. If it works. <laughs> right? Bill Parcells, what, whatever you do, if it works, it's right. And, you know, I, I, I get uh, that everyone respects, you know, good quarterbacks and, and the, the talent that they have, like a Rodgers. We always put Rodgers and, and Mahomes up there above everyone else. I'm going to still, I don't care what the situation is, yes, we're going to punt it away. Okay, at midfield. Do we go for it on fourth down? Do we punt? I'm going to punt the ball. That quarterback. And you're talking at the end of the game. Yes, sir. Yes. I don't care who that person is. You're going to show me that you're going to drive that ball length of the field. You got to show me that you're going to drive 20 yards for a Harrison Butker field goal. Come on, man. I, I just can't. I don't care who it is, who the quarterback is, you're going to have to show me that you can drive that ball 80 yards plus. He's lo- he's lucky to live to be able to talk about it mm-hmm. after the game mm-hmm. because that was just ridiculous. Yeah. And he got away with it because what did they do? They turned the ball 
Yeah, well, then the, the Kansas City Kansas then City. had a holding. I mean, a false start oh, and, a, right. and a hole. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. And yeah. And and then Andy Reid goes for it uh, with the fourth and twenty five. Fourth and twenty five, and then get pushed back at fourth and twenty, and then gets pushed back another five yards with a false start, and is fourth and twenty five, and goes from it from his own end of the field. They and, had well, I guess they could have punted because they and had they had three timeouts time left in a two minute warning yeah. and three timeouts left. Sure yeah. So, yeah. but. That showed he didn't you know have faith happened? in his defense. That scramble that mm-hmm. left him with one less time, one less timeout, because he scrambled before the two-minute warning. But it was if it was a regular drop back pass and he would throw it on time, right? And there would have been two minutes plus left in the game. If it but was a regular just, pass and, an, and another drop, yeah, to he, stop he the clock. scrambled all around and then <laughs> threw some crap. Well, they so. they must not have analytics over there. That's all. <laughs> well, you know what my analytics said after the Chiefs punted and gave the Lions the ball uh, with they still had three timeouts left. My analytics said let them score. Mm-hmm. They were up by one. <laughs> you let them score, and you're likely down eight. Okay, and you and Mahomes gets the football again. Mm-hmm. Now, what would have happened? The Lions would have gone down and sat on it at the one yard. And line. there are times but, when it's not just about the quarterback because it, during it's, that it's drive kinda, you got a holding penalty. It's kind of a team. It's not. It? Ju- it is. It's not just about. Oh, we got. We got to worry about Mahomes. Well, now you have to worry about that offensive lineman because mm-hmm. the guy made a good move inside. The defensive end made a good move inside. Holding call. Now we got a whole different ball game. Couldn't and, come from behind to win a game. What's wrong with that, him, man? And can't by the way, the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you think they? You know, a couple of years ago they solved their offensive line problems. They got Orlando Brown mm-hmm. and. Uh, how do you like those tackles? They've got now. Mm, they got the cast off from Tampa Bay, right? That's right. And Jacksonville, the right tackle, who was lined up as a wingback all night and false starting all night. And finally, I can't believe they let him get away with that. Mm-hmm. Even the guy, whoever's the the referee analyst, mm-hmm. said it's no, you can't do that. That's like um, well, you know who else? Did? Like Williams, Williams, the, the, the San left. Francisco. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, just going to bring I that was up. Just talking about that. That's what he did, and yeah, and, and rocking his foot, and they let him get away they with let him rocking get away his the foot. entire game. Yes, the entire playoffs. Yes. Yeah. So they signed Donovan Smith to play left tackle, and he got the hold on the last possession for Kansas City. And Jawan Taylor, they gave him four years, $80 million, $60 million guaranteed, and he was the right tackle last mm-hmm. night. And I think it's going to be an ongoing problem for the Chiefs all year long. Um, Man, and it just mind. goes to Jeez. show, as we circle back to the Cowboys, how important it is and how difficult it is to find offensive tackles That's in crazy, this league. Man. Yes. That's crazy. And I'm speaking of, I'm speaking of, <laughs> we can go right there I'm start right raising now. Tackles. Right? I'm start raising tackles. Uh, right? A yes. farm or something. <laughs> so uh, we got a practice report from yesterday, an yes. injury report that uh, Tyron Smith has Roll, an ankle. Rolled his ankle and left practice early. Mm. And it was, um, I think McCarthy pointed out, it was during individual drills too. So uh, it was hot out there. I was, I was. You never know about. I was him. hoping to never hear his name this offseason. You never know mm-hmm. about veteran injuries when it's hot out there. <laughs> oh, I got. <laughs> I don't know if you ever pulled that stunt. No, I never did. <laughs> so you think there's a possibility it was a veteran move? I don't, I don't have 300 pounds to deal with. Yeah, you know, right. no, yeah. it's, it's kind of hard. Well, but anyway, it's, so it's hopeful. Your wishful thinking. It's there. like it's like if we could have thought of the worst thing to happen. 
on the last full practice. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Kansas City, Kinda the worst like thing Kelsey. that could happen Thank on you. Tuesday right. is Travis Kelsey tight end. in practice. Yeah. Although their tight ends weren't all that Blake bad. Blake Bell. I mean, Blake Bell. Former Cowboy. That's Blake right. Bell. Is that who that was? Yes. Uh-huh. Wow. Scored the touchdown. And oh, was oh it, you, right? Uh-huh. Was it another yep. guy? Bell, he was a quarterback. By the way, by the way, he was a quarterback coming out of Wichita, Kansas. Mm-hmm. He was a uh, the sixth-ranked pro-style quarterback in the country coming out of high school. And Patrick Mahomes was the 12th-ranked dual-threat quarterback <laughs> coming out of high school. So there's your recruiting rankings for you. He was as a quarterback. Uh-huh. And they yeah. would just put him in for, to they, run the ball. Well, they run yeah. on the goal line, the That's belldozer right. package. That's right. Anyway. So, didn't anyway, work so well for him last night. He no, handed it off. And, yeah. <laughs> So the worst thing could happen, number one, was Tyler Smith strain a hamstring or have a tight hamstring because you're thinking, well, okay. He's your safety valve if something happens at tackle. He's your safety valve at tackle if something happens at tackle and something happened at tackle. And we talked about this yesterday, didn't we? Right? You know what? And I always say that if you have a weakness or you create – a weakness because you think you have a strength and you say, okay, I'm going to trade one of these guys away. It Inevitably, you get an injury at that spot. And not only do they get one, they get two because we've been talking about the lack of depth on that offensive line. They've actually had three. Edogo, and he was, just got back. Right. He's been... And I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Hmm. We'll find out here because he's going to have to do one of the two. I think I think one of the two will get back. Um, now, Jerry Jerry kind of put it that he goes— uh, And he was on the radio this morning. Right. Mm-hmm. He said they are suspect Tyler a little bit more than Tyron. We'll wait to see until game day. You never know until we see it. So McCarthy said they would wait till Saturday, to, or at least check Saturday when they have their last practice to see where— uh, both of them are, and then I would think they take it up until you know. Hey, you get an extra couple hours. It's a night game, right? And kind of work them out before the game and see mm-hmm. where you're at. Mm-hmm. Now I watched Tyler Smith uh, do his rehab with Britt Brit Brown yesterday, and I think I told you guys that you know he was he was doing the chords and he was moving pretty well. He didn't seem like he was struggling, and he was doing lunges. And it's very hard to do lunges when when you've got a hamstring. Uh, so I thought that was encouraging. We'll see now for Tyron. Um, you know, Jerry got asked about, well, did you figure he was going to get hurt? He always seems to get hurt. And Jerry's answer was, I'd rather have him as a starter and back him up, uh, and, but not have him on the roster. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he's right. And I agree with him. You'd rather have take, I'll take Tyron Smith for 12, 13 games before somebody else out there other than Tyler Smith. I, now that you have that option, uh, but to have them both on your starting offensive line, I think is huge. And so uh, that will be something we will monitor all the way up to game time on uh, Sunday night. Um, otherwise, anything else from Sam Williams uh, practiced? Okay, and they've listed him as limited, which was better than the first day when he did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, so it looked like from the way he was moving around that he should be able to go and uh, assume his uh, rotation in in the uh, pass rush at defensive end. 
And um, when we come back here on Mix Shots, there is uh, much to get to as we look forward to the um, game on Sunday night. We got our picks to click at the uh, end of the show, our uh, predictions. I may hold you to a season prediction as well since we're kicking off this season. And there's a reason for Dak Prescott to smile when we come back here on Mix Shots. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys, and I saw one of their trucks the other day. Hmm. All right. I see them all over town. They're legitimate. Yes, they are. Yep. The, the trucks are legitimate, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, news around the league yesterday. Joe Burrow uh, signed to the richest contract going now. $275 million. A five-year $275 million extension. And, Mickey, you're big on guaranteed money. And 221? 21. I broke Something it like that. Yeah. All right. 219. 219 guaranteed. Don't jip. Yeah. Okay. okay. So let's that's just. Let's, is that them. like. Is that like. So 275 over five. Is that like. 55 million. 55 million. The average is 55 million a year on the. Okay. Let's just dream a little. Let's say the Cowboys reach their goal this year. Let's say the Cowboys win the Super Bowl. Mm hmm. Dak Prescott's going into the last year of his contract next year. At a mere $59 million <laughs> cap hit. Yeah, I mean, it was a four-year, $160 million deal. Right. That, so. All right. 
he wants a imagine. raise, doesn't he? <laughs> well, he, he'll be due for a raise going into the final year of his contract. Right. Can you imagine? Yeah. So there, the bar was just set right there. That's what's at stake the next six months. I mean, not just not just him, but whoever had, uh, is going into the last year of their contract. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then earlier this week, yeah. Parsons uh, the, with the Nick Bosa contract. I wasn't sure where his, his yeah. contract was. Well, he's yeah. he's due. So uh, they Jerry will, asked they this will morning. Pick up his fifth year Parsons. Mm-hmm. For sure. So uh, Jerry uh, asked this morning about uh, the possibility of a contract extension for Dak before Mm -hmm. the end of 2023 because the quarterback market is escalating as it is. And Jerry said he would have to accept ours. (laughs) (laughs) We fit the age of (laughs) de-escalates. Uh, and How true Jerry said he would have to cut four players to give Dak a contract extension <laughs> before the end of the year, and he does not want to do that. I want to use those players this year to win now. Oh, That's they meant it, an extension right now? Like during the season oh, now. okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, four significant players too. Uh-huh. We're not talking oh. the the bottom uh, fifty three, fifty two, fifty one, and fifty. You right? know, if the Cowboys reach their goal of winning the Super Bowl, they gladly pay. It. Yeah, Jerry would be. He'd he'd drive the the Brinks <laughs> truck to Dak's house. I guarantee you that. All right, um, looking ahead to this game against the Giants, uh, what is it that concerns you the most? Uh, how they put together that offensive line. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. That is After it. hearing John I was going to say running game. That's okay. Yeah. Game. All right. So what did you take? Because we had uh, the Giants insider, right. uh, John Schmelk, on at the end of the show yesterday. After hearing what he had to say about what the Giants have going for them offensively and defensively, what is it that uh, – what area do you think the Cowboys might be able to take advantage of? We talked about yesterday, young DB, yeah. young cornerback. Two rookie cornerbacks. Mm-hmm. And, and one wasn't expected to be a starter. That's right. So, and, you know, we know what that matchup is. It won't be CD. It will be Michael Gallup. And so I know I'm getting ahead of myself. But, yeah, looking forward to that being a, a good matchup. And uh, if anything, the Giants should be concerned about that. But I think the Cowboys should look at that as an advantage. And when you look at what the uh, – as we talked about throughout the week, what the Giants have on their defensive front, uh, not only with Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams up front, but uh, they spent some decent amount of money in the offseason to fortify their defensive line with mm-hmm. Sean Robinson and Rakeem Nunez-Roches. Some guy came, named Nunez-Roches. Who, who just appeared on the depth chart <laughs> mysteriously during yeah, the show. Yeah, no, nobody saw it. <laughs> and um, – <laughs> And with Bobby Okereke as well at linebacker, uh, that's, that's a big improvement over where they were at linebacker at the end of last season. Um, the ability to run the football for the Cowboys may be uh, less so than mm-hmm. being and, able and to throw the football against That's our defense. new identity, right? Well, I don't know. You, don't, you never believe that? No. Oh, so you're telling fact, me that McCarthy's been lying to the public this entire he time? He explained it this morning mm-hmm. on his radio segment, and he said when he said that, it was in reference to uh, the 2020 season. 
that they didn't run the football enough because they had Zeke and they had Tony Pollard. He said, but in 21 and 22, we did run the football more. So it wasn't like, and he's right, because last year, look, look at the numbers last year. They ran the ball. Oh, Mickey's reaching for the media guide. With his short arms. <laughs> I had to help him. Do you want me to give you I the could, stats? I could play guard. Go, Do you, you want the team yeah. stats or the individual? No, I'm going to tell you what they did last year. Okay. Total runs. Okay. Uh, they ended up running the ball 531 times. Am I right? That sounds good to me. The last time they ran the ball 500 times in a season was 2014. And that was a good year. It was. And the last time before that was 521 in 2005 because they had problems at the quarterback position, as a matter of fact. So if you look at it, what they did, 531, that, that's the most running attempts that they've had uh, since forever, 550 and 94. Cowboys were ninth in the league in rushing offense last year. They were 14th in passing offense last year. Yeah. So this thing about Pollard carried 193 times for 1,007 yards, 5.2 yards a carry, and nine touchdowns. Zeke had 231 carries for 876 yards and 12 touchdowns. Which you have to replace. You talk about numbers, but... So to me, what he's he's trying to talk about is when you run the ball and how efficiently you run the ball. Not that it has to be more carries. That's the point. My thing is, the, the the question could still be a valid question because it depends on, as you just said, when you run the ball. Right. There may be some games, I can't recall all the games, there may be games where we were blowing them out. So, yeah, we're going to run the ball a whole lot more. You know, we don't throw unnecessary passes. So I don't know. I think it's there are moments when we need to run the ball better. Well, I don't just mean that we just ran the ball. There are moments when we need to be that power team. The loss to San Francisco clouded everything. Because what were they at the 18-yard line, second down and two maybe? And they threw the interception. When you were thinking, okay, just run the ball, milk the clock, and move the chains, right? Uh, that game clouded the whole perception of last season because they only scored, what, 12 points after they were averaging almost 28 points a game, and that five starts with Cooper Rush uh, ad, uh, added into that. So that offense was very good last year. Now, again, it wasn't good, and it was good in the first round of the playoffs, right? They scored 31, should have been 35 if you make four extra points, um, but they scored 12 against San Francisco. So now, well, the offense is struggling. Well, it struggled in that game. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and I think there's different ways to run the ball, too, right? You don't, ha- on third and two, you don't have to plow up in the middle if you don't have somebody that can do that. Uh, there's ways to use your speed to the outside. Or put two offensive line- or defensive linemen behind the running back and push them. 
I mean, that's what Philadelphia does, right? They still need to change that rule. That's mm-hmm. the dumbest thing that they've got going in the NFL. He's talking about the quarterback sneak. Mm-hmm. Ever I know exactly. He, that's the most dangerous play in football. Don't you I mean, think? It's like a it's rugby. A, it's a scrum. It's rugby. Yeah, that's right. Scrum. Right? Mm-hmm. This is football. It's going to be somebody at the bottom of a pile with all that, uh, those 300-pounders falling on somebody's neck, and it's going to be not a good scene. And they'll then change the rule back to, I think, the way it used to be, because I don't think you were allowed to be pushing from behind. Could you push from behind when you were playing? I don't recall that even being part of it. Right? Mm-hmm. I thought you had to be Australian or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so, yeah, uh, you know, you, you want to keep that defense honest. Um so running the ball enough, but still you got, you know, while he says that out of one side of his mouth, the other side of his mouth is you got to have big plays. And we didn't have enough big plays last year. I, I think we need it. We can run the ball. Of course we have run the ball, but there are times when we need to rely more on the run than the pass. We've never done that to me. I think that should be, you know, I think we should be run first. I There's think no, this game has wrong. changed. Well, you see how Detroit came out. They came out run first. Sometimes you got to get back to the basics, man. What was yeah? And what was San Francisco against Dallas last year, or San Francisco all all year? Mm-hmm. They were they're basically a run first team. Yeah, you you, you have. And they, you know, well, yeah, right. when you don't have a quarterback, that's right. When they've got yep. But why not do it but, when you do have a quarterback? <laughs> that makes it even better. <laughs> and I thought that's what they were working for this off season was to have a great running game, improve the running game. Of course, the, the 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 passing game you want to be better without the interceptions, but that same consistency you've had with him for years besides last year. What you want? What you got? Two thousand sixteen. That was a good year for the Cowboys. Your rushing rush versus pass May. that year. So May. they ran the ball four hundred ninety nine times. And for how many yards? Two thousand three hundred ninety six. Okay, what they do passing? Passing in 2016, 6,027 yards. How many attempts there? 1,010. So they were almost two and a half to one pass over. And well, that's, wait, wait. That was, a, I'm sorry. They didn't throw the ball 1,010 times. Oh, that was, <laughs> that. I'm sorry, that was net offensive play. Sorry. Right. Okay. They threw the ball 3,600 no, wait, where's passing? Oh, attempts, 483. 483 attempts versus 499. Yeah. So there were more 50. Now, that in, includes sacks in there. They so, were, they were protect, but you're protecting your Right, you're basically a 50-50. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and let's be real and, in that regard. Go ahead. But, but, but that's your point. And what I remember from the 2016 season was the mix of the run and the pass. And there were so many times that season where they started the game with a 75-yard drive for Man. a touchdown, Man. and it was an Hand even that mix. Thing off. That's right. Mm. That's right. Mm. Yeah. And then and Dak only threw four picks that year. And you look at you look at uh, the passes also that were thrown to the running backs. Running backs had uh, Zeke was a much better receiver then than he is now for some reason. He uh, I remember him so, taking it to the house against Pittsburgh. Was it? But. Okay, compare the offensive line. What did 20, I say? 2016. Yeah, that, that was our culture then. Mm-hmm. That was our culture. We don't have that now. And Nate told me to get out of the pass. So <laughs> now you brought that up. So, Nate, don't get mad. You brought that up. I'm getting out of the pass. How about this? In 2014, 
they ran the ball 508 times. That was Murray's. That's big, right. Uh-huh. That's right. Year. See, that's that's the culture. That's and what we started. They threw the ball 476 with Tony Romo at quarterback. Okay. Come on, man. What was the mix last year? Run versus pass again. So attempts last year, versus- rushing attempts were 531. And they threw the ball 556. So a, little, a lot more passing. But more not plays. a lot more. Oh, there was more, 17 game season. Yeah. Right, so so it was okay. pretty. And you got to figure five of those games, they were protecting Cooper Rush. They didn't mm-hmm. want him throwing the ball 30 some times a game, mm-hmm. right? So, so the, it was pretty even. It's pretty similar to what they were doing in 2016 right. and 2014, and probably what yeah. they would like to do when you base this it year. on a 16. Game and once season. again, but I think once it, again, that, those are attempts, right? Those and, are attempts. But you've got running backs now that you, you can throw a long, a short pass. It's not a run, but with the speed they have, they got to take advantage of that. Well, once again, Zeke was doing that back in 2016. Right. Yeah. All right, we've got our picks to click and our predictions when we come back here on Mix Shots. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. (sighs) Back back to mixed shots. Experience the feeling of game day every day at Miller Lighthouse at the Star. Now open just steps from Tostitas Championship Plaza. Miller Lighthouse features a cooler full of grab-and-go beverages and snacks. Tailgate games, a recharging lounge, Dallas Cowboys photo ops, and complimentary concierge services. For more info, visit 
thestarinfrisco.com slash Miller Lighthouse. And Miller Light presents this edition of Mix Shots. And we've got an update, an update from the Mike McCarthy conference call just moments ago with reporters, left tackle Tyron Smith and left guard Tyler Smith were both part of the mock game this morning. Both are scheduled to be limited tomorrow. We're making progress, says Coach McCarthy. There you go. Mm. And understand mock game means a walkthrough practice. That's right. Was it like they were... <laughs> they weren't... <laughs> they were faking the game, right? <laughs> making a mockery of it. <laughs> uh I was going to say there's one team in the league this year that might make a mockery of the league uh, of the game this year, and I won't mention who that team is. We're not going to pick pick yeah. on the Cowboys' third opponent again. <laughs> and mm. uh, but it's going to be an exciting weekend, and not only with the NFL games on Sunday and Monday night, but also with the college games. There's some great matchups on Saturday as well. Everson's uh, Grambling team Grambling is going down to Baton Rouge, right? That's right. Have they played LSU before? No, never. I mean, LSU doesn't want that game, right? Never. No, L- yeah, doesn't mean anything to LSU. I mean, it's, that's it's a, a dangerous good money maker for, for Grambling. For Grambling. Oh, but it's HBCUs. a dangerous game for LSU. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, not, especially not in really. state, though. Not really. It's just no. they're going to have fun with us and you know play with their food. You know that's how they <laughs> play do. with their. Food. That's how they do with the, the big schools versus the small schools. LSU needs to win. Well, they'll get it. <laughs> they'll have a whole. That's right. They're they coming off the season open. I, I wouldn't say it to my grandma Tigers, but, you know, this is just between us three, you know. <laughs> All right. Um, we've got our uh, picks to click. Let's start with our pod pick of the week. And the uh, question pick. is, who will score the first touchdown for the Cowboys? Mm. What do you think, Everson? I already know. We're going to take advantage of that matchup on that cornerback position. And Michael Gallup will score the first touchdown for the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night. All right. Mickey, who's going to score the first touchdown for the Cowboys? I'm going to take C.D. Lamb. Okay. And you? I will take Jake Ferguson with the first touchdown (laughs) for the Dallas Cowboys (laughs) against the New York Giants. All right. Uh, and which, I, by the way, since you pointed that out when we were talking about short yardage, use the tight ends, mm-hmm. right? You don't have to bang your head against the wall. Just slip a tight end out into the, to the flat. There's ways to do it. Cowboys were good in the red Gall- zone. Gallup is going to catch a fade. Yes. Just so you know, Gallup is going to catch a fade route for a touchdown. It's going to be a fade for a, a fade. fade for a touchdown. Back shoulder? Back shoulder. All right. No, up high. Up high. Up high. Okay. Yeah, that's what Gallup does. Up Working high. against the one of the rookie corners. Mm-hmm. Let's see what kind of size this is. I remember being a rookie corner. And when they see a rookie corner, and not just me, when they see a rookie corner out there, you it's just automatic. You're going to game plan a rookie cornerback. I don't care who how good he is. They've got good size. Yeah. Deontay mm-hmm. Banks is 6'2", 205. He was their first-round pick, number 24 overall. The sixth-rounder, Trey Hawkins, I've got him at 6'2". And a Dory Jackson's 5'11". Yeah, he's the slot guy. So they're not the veteran. The former first-round draft pick himself, who, as John Schmelk told us yesterday, they anticipate that a Dory Jackson will be following C.D. Lamb. 
As CD said, bring it on. Hmm. Okay, time for our picks for this game. You want to do the picks for this game and then the picks for the season? That sounds proper. We got time. Okay. Picks for this game. Who, Everson, are you picking to win, and who are you picking to click? Cowboys to win. I look at Dak Prescott having a good game. Their running game is really going to have some problems. We are going to be, once again, as creative as possible in our protection, and we got to get the ball out quick. We have to get the ball out quick. I'm looking at Dak having around 250. Okay. At least two touchdowns, and the Cowboys are going to win a tight one. This is going to be a tough game, guys. Cowboys yes, are going to win a tight one. It won't be a bunch of scoring. I'm looking at Cowboys 24-21. And your pick to click again? Just um, for the record. Just for the record. Dak Prescott. Dak. Mm-hmm. Okay, 24-21, Everson. Yeah. Mickey, you want to go next? I'll go next, and I'm going to go off of some history from last year. When the Cowboys sacked Daniel Jones eight times in two games, and three of those belong to one Micah Parsons, mm-hmm. and I will take him as my pick to click. And by the way, and that means you cannot use him again this season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can only use Michael one time. What's that? It's like yeah, those knockout games. Knockout. Yeah. Yeah. knockout I mean, by the way, my knockout pick is Washington over Arizona. I'm going to pick Washington for one of my knockouts. I have to do it with CBS 11. And so since they're playing Arizona, they're my knockout. And by the way, after watching A Football Life the other night of Michael Parsons, and I saw they had a bunch of his high school uh, highlights, I'm handing him the ball. <laughs> it was like playing. Okay, with, there's another option on right? the goal line. It was yeah. like playing with junior high kids Could you against. Imagine? He was circling you around. You know, I saw him, that video. I saw that video, and it. And for people who aren't old enough to know what Earl Campbell looked like, yes, that was Earl Campbell. <laughs> yes, against those high school kids uh-huh. that he and was. That, but playing. that was Earl Campbell who looked the same against college kids, too. right? And pros. And pros. He was sure, doubling right. back, circling around, uh-huh. and he wouldn't stop until he got to the end zone. It was it was phenomenal. Micah, the second coming of Earl Campbell, mm-hmm. and he still wants a carry for sure. And now I know why. Penn State was going to use him as a kickoff returner if he had played that last year. And by, by the way, Earl Campbell's brothers played defensive end. And, and the only reason they didn't play running back is that Earl was the running back. <laughs> Tyler John Tyler. Tim Campbell and uh, he had another that is, brother that I played. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that was my pick to click. Is Micah in your score? Oh, I got a score. Uh, Cowboys 27-20. 27-20. And I am going with a Cowboys victory 30-27. to and That's too be. much. Oh, no, I know. That's too much. Mr. Drama here. I know it's coming. <laughs> and my pick to click, Brandon Aubrey, <laughs> the rookie place kicker with a game-winning field goal on Sunday night football, 30-27 to 27 like as that. time like expires. That. I had a note on that. Oh, you did? Mike McCarthy had a note during the last. Who was, your, who was your guy, Spags? Who was your guy? Uh, who was Spags? Parsons. Of course. The last Cowboys <laughs> rookie kicker to make a field goal in his NFL debut was Dan Bailey. There you had a against nice the career. New York Jets, by the way, oh, mm-hmm. at MetLife Stadium on 9 11 11. 
Mm, okay. How about that? By mm-hmm. the way, the Let Jets coming here next week. Okay, so Bill, you were, I'm sorry. I'm 30 to 27, uh-huh. last second field goal by Brandon Aubrey. Okay, so he's your pick to click. He's my pick to click. Okay. So I guess I've got him with three field goals and three made extra points for 30 <laughs> you, points in the you, game. You're going to put some yardage on that winner? <laughs> well, he kicked a 59 yarder That's right. at AT&T Stadium. That would be something, a 59 yarder at uh, in that stadium. And he listened to me. What oh, he, he did? When he was getting ready to do the second one attempt the second one i said to myself out loud just swing normally and when i talked to him the other Sound day like my golf coach right <laughs> and when i talked to him the other day he said you know what the first one i had never attempted a kick from that distance in my career not Going in back the to USFL, Schimmelfinnig Middle School, yeah, or whatever. Oh, wow! When he was a <laughs> wide right over there. When he was a <laughs> yeah. wide receiver. Yeah. That's the last way. time he played football before the USFL. Was at Schimmelfinnig Middle man. School in Plano? And he That's said, crazy. and he said, I, it I was, probably saw him one day running around as a little kid. <laughs> and he said, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, okay, I got to really swing at this really hit it and mm-hmm. he goes i overswung and that's why I and the second it. time he the remembered time, what mickey said he heard what i said <laughs> and he said when he went back for the second one he said just kick it normally hey man he had mickey's you, you, voice you, are you gonna brain. coach or you gonna write what are you gonna do <laughs> you know make up your mind because they got a coach out there he might be able to write i don't know if fossil mickey, knew mickey, that he should tell him that right mickey, the second coming of ben agajanian <laughs> that's right Please, or no. Or Steve Hoffman. Please, no. Yeah, we're Kicker, whisperer. Not Ben. Not Ben. I could, I could see it. He he, he overswung. In the so you have a time. season prediction for the Cowboys. Uh, yes, I've got them 13-4. and four. Whoa, against a tough schedule. It's a tougher schedule this year That's just because right. of who they have to play, well, what at, divisions they have to at, play. Look at Philadelphia's schedule. Yeah. they got to play two tougher games than the Cowboys. So uh, I take it you've got the Cowboys winning the division then. Uh, yes, because we're going to go another year of no without repeat a repeat winner, winner since in the 2004. NFC That's right. I'm picking the Cowboys to win the division too, for that very reason. <laughs> that's our ana- we don't have, we don't analytics, have, right? Uh-huh, that's right. So you uh, okay? So you thirteen got- and four, and they are going to take the next step in the playoffs to the NFC Championship yes. game. Yes. Yeah. That's what I like. But I mine, mine is at uh, 11 to 6. Okay. 11 to 6 and going to the championship game. Uh, and I, I like the uh, 11 to 6 because we need to have some type of, you know. Do we dare take it a step further and ask you who your Super Bowl teams are going to be? <laughs> I'm not ready for that one. Oh, oh well, well, you got. Yeah, we're off of Kansas City, yeah, right? I'm, I'm yeah, it's definitely not. Yeah, they Kansas lost. City. They're done. They're, uh, they're done. done. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, that does it for the first week, regular season week of the year for mix shots. You know what? And let's finish with what Jerry said about the game. He said, "Okay, he's, okay. Here is a closing mix shot. There you go. From a closing Jerry. mix shot from Jerry." And I wrote it down somewhere. I was trying to find. find I wanted to say it accurately, right? Um, Hang on, don't do it, Chris. Yet he said, "I am curious and excited what we're going to see." 
curious and excited. Mm-hmm. That's what we waited on there. That's yeah, what that's you waited right. on. And you couldn't remember that? Well, you I, wanted to get it right? I wanted to make sure. Oh, I, you thought you might have said excited, <laughs> excited and curious. Excited and curious. Yeah, that would be wrong. Yeah, Curious <laughs> and excited. Okay. And so uh, Mickey. And that's what we all are, right? That's right. That's right. And uh, Mickey, um, you're making the trip. Right, you made the travel squad. Yes, I think I believe I did. (laughs) They sent me the itinerary, so I think that's a good sign. Made the travel squad. That's good stuff. (laughs) All right, and we will reconvene, and boy, will we ever have a lot to talk about at noon on Monday here on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys. About eight hours after we arrive. Mm -hmm. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?